How to Survive Domestic Violence and Transform Yourself to Be Your Incredible Self with A. Garcia on episode number 255 of the To Be Encouraged podcast with Dr. Brad Muller. I know my job is to endure. I understand we're not given more than we can handle. I am now no longer asking questions. I am pleading for the strength and the wisdom to do what I need to do so it can be done because I need to protect and provide for my children. And I have not a clue how this is going to happen. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. Pleased, privileged, it's indeed an honor to allow me to be, let my voice speak into your life and whatever you're doing here uh, today. Uh, maybe you're doing some household chores or taking a walk with your dog, or maybe you're uh, exercising or doing something else. Thank you for letting me come along for the ride with you. I really, really, really appreciate it. Love you for it. And I'm here to speak into your life, a life a message of helping you to transform adversity in your life to achieve your life of peace prosperity, and purpose. You can always head over to drbradmiller.com for over 250 episodes which are going to speak into your life. And at drbradmiller.com slash 40dayway, you can find out more about our coaching and courses there. Today we're talking about a story about transformation. We continue a conversation we began in episode 254 with A. Garcia about her journey, her incredible journey uh, through domestic violence, attempted murder, saving her daughter's life, really, and to escape from a domestic violence situation and to get through it, to survive in advance is one way we termed it. And today we're talking about how she can speak into your life, about how you can take this experience and transform it, be transformed out of domestic violence into what she calls post-traumatic growth and to mitigate the resources which have been taken away from you, gain more resources to gain the emotional intelligence that you need to gain whatever you need to not only get through but to survive, and not only to survive, but to become your incredible self. She has a program called Be Your Incredible Self. You can find it at beyourincrediblesself.com. And today we're talking about not only thriving, but we're going to talk about how to uh, really uh, have a great life, how to gain, to gain new resources, how to gain to be heard, to be empowered, and to, be, uh, to have uh, success in your life. The whole theme of Beyond Adversity is how you get through adversity and achieve your promised life. And A. Garcia has done that. She has an incredible uh, website that you want to check out at be your incredible self 
www.jennyfeldman.com and she has some resources there. We're going to pick up the conversation here when uh, when A begins to share with us. She's shared with us on her last episode uh, her story, and now she's going to start telling with us the step-by-step process where you can indeed transform your life, become your incredible self. This is going to speak to some of you in our listening audience, and if it doesn't, maybe you know someone who needs to hear a message about transforming domestic violence into growth and to success in your life. In episode 256, I'll come back with my own message about how to heal and the antidote to toxic relationships. So you're you're going to want to tune into that episode now. But right now, let's pick up the conversation where A. Garcia begins to speak into your life about the step-by-step process to be your incredible self. Oh, absolutely. I have learned that you need to have positive conversations in the mirror. You talk to yourself and about yourself when you're not looking at yourself. And therefore, it makes it easier to be on that bitter side. But when you look at yourself in the mirror and you try to say those negative comments or affirmations, it's really hard because you know yourself better than anybody else and to the core that you deserve to be loved, the core that you deserve to be respected and to the core who you genuinely want to be and how you genuinely want to feel. But I'm going to push back with you just a little bit of that one, A, because you know that because you had to do a lot of, I'm just, I'm assuming here, but you help me out here, that you had to do a lot of intentional self-talk and, uh, work on that because the messages you were getting from your family life and from your relationships was not what you're saying. There was not that positive thing. It was something else. It was negative. It was hurtful. It was painful. It was destructive. So you had to really push yourself, didn't you, to really make that happen? Help me out. That's right. That's right. And let me tell you that it started from my mother abandoning me because I had to say to myself, because she did what she did, I may not know how to be a great mom because I didn't have one, but I surely know what type of mom I'm not going okay. to be because okay. I had such a terrible one. You understand? So you, you reversed the, uh, the process, as it were, or for, in your case, you knew what not to do. So th- that's a that's great right. thing. But also That's seems, right. It also seems like you've mentioned here something a couple of times that I think I want to go with you just a little bit here. You mentioned a little bit about prayer and some things like that. Tell me about any role at all that connecting to a higher power or spiritual plane had anything to do with helping you to get through, to navigate all this trauma. Absolutely. So during my teenage years, I think I went to every church in the city because I was seeking to feel where the word resonates with me, you know, where, because I saw so many game bangers at church that was out on the street the night before. And then there, here they are in church the next day. And I'm like, oh, okay, what the heck is There's this? a little credibility you know? issue there, huh? Okay. That's a, that's a big eye opener when you see stuff like that, but we're taught evil being can walk into the place of worship and let's work through it. Right. But I continuously sought out because I knew that just because I was abandoned by my mother and just because my dad checked out and really didn't have any time to spend or share or give to me, I connected at a young age, I would have to say, knowing that there was something for me. And I did have grandparents when I was young, 
And they did drag me to some, their church for some okay. time. And so I was familiar with prayer and all that at a younger age. But again, in my teenage years, I'm seeking it differently for myself, sure. not based on somebody else's for me. I did find a place that I called home. And I was very committed to that. And that's what made me really question why I was in that predicament, knowing who I had become spiritually at that time in my life. I had forgiven my mother. I had forgiven my father. I had like basically clearing my baggage out so I could be the parent I wanted to be, not just for my daughter, but now for my expanding family. Yes. So... And because I didn't have family was very important to me. I always wanted to have, yes, a healthy family and the mom and mm -hmm. the dad. So I was really trying to give my best. So to be completely devastated at that time, world flipped upside down and stripped down to nothing. Of course, I was on my knees questioning what, wow. And I would have to say, honestly, not just out of survival, but also out of desperation, I only spent about three days nonstop doing that. After day three, I completely decided to say, okay, I know my job is to endure. I understand we're not given more than we can handle. I am now no longer asking questions. I am pleading for the strength and the wisdom to do what I need to do so it can be done because I need to protect and provide for my children. And I have not a clue how this is going to happen. That's awesome to hear you say that because you understood at that moment then, A, that if this was not a cosmic vending machine, hey, God, take away all my problems, boom, boom. You said, God, give me the your spiritual verse, give me the strength to get through this. And that's, I think, is such an important lesson that you're teaching us here today, Egan, that is to be sustained through trauma and drama, you have to gain strength from all levels. You gain strength. You drew strength from kind of that reverse kind of a deal with your, you knew what you didn't want to be with your mom. So you knew that at least some clue about being a good parent meant to be kind of be an opposite of what your mom was. You had drew a few little strands here from your grandparents and some strands from church and things like that. But you knew that this was going to be a partnership deal. And now you're starting to work through this now to help other people. Thank you for sharing that. That's important. It's important for people to hear that, that this isn't always uh, sweetness and light. This is a struggle. And you uh, ask for strength to get through that. And now you're teaching other people. You have this whole process here about be your incredible self, and you talk about trauma-driven response and focus, self-awareness, control of your life, and you're teaching other people to do these things. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, how you've got through these things, all these traumas and traumas, and what are some of the, what are some of the habits? What are some of the strategies? What are you teaching the people who come to you for help these days? Oh my gosh. First and foremost, when I was saying earlier, you know, that positive talk in the mirror and all that, we first identify what your inner voice sounds like. I ask, is it an inner voice or is it an inner critic? Mm. What are you saying to yourself? And what makes it a little bit fun, even though this is not a fun topic, but because we're on the topic of post-traumatic growth, growing is fun. And sometimes sure. we need to confront the things that we want to conquer. So I will literally ask people, and I'm doing this now so our listeners can maybe do this exercise to, yeah, really, to really grasp how this works. So only you know what your inner voice or inner critic Sounds And I ask people, can you please bring that voice out? I want to hear what it sounds like. I want to hear it. 
And you'll be surprised on how many people are like, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to do that because it's awkward. No, mine sounded really ugly, really sure. ugly. It was scary. Yeah. And some people shrink, some people become, They don't want to say it, but know, that inner critic is really right there, not too far from the surface for anybody, but it's, and once it comes out, boom. Because sometimes can come erupting out, can't it? That's right. That's right. And there's a thing called positive intelligence. And okay. when you have positive intelligence, which I do teach about that also, and I'll just give a quick breakdown. When you're having that inner critic come out and it's ugly, your positive intelligence kicks in so it can intercept it and you're not spending 20 minutes, 30 minutes or half a day on it. Instead, you're intercepting it like within the first five minutes and you're able to replace it with that positive. So, you know, it takes six to 12 months to break a bad habit. It takes 21 to 28 days to create a new habit. So what I like to do is implement positive habits on a daily basis. It starts by journaling and talking. And by day 45, your daily habits are now conditioned behaviors. So you're able to feel your physiological change within to identify when you're being triggered, when you're ready to have these negative outbreaks, because we have a physiological change that occurs. Some of us don't even realize that. And I love giving the example of a positive trigger, which is think of your favorite song. All of a sudden, your body starts moving. You have a physiological change. Yeah, that, that's awesome that you've got this really excellent process here, and it deals with some really fundamentally sound life transformation processes, which just has to do with getting the ugliness out. You got to get it out in order to deal with it. You got to slay the dragon is sometimes what I say, and you got to get it out. And then you deal, you have to intercept it. I love that way you use that terminology, intercept that and then replace it with the good stuff. Even if you don't, even if you don't completely believe it at first, you still give yourself that self-talk. And that gives us on this pathway here about this. So it sounds like you really love and care for people who've gone through traumatic experiences and you've really, you're dedicated to them, aren't you? I am because there's a way to pull the positive from it no matter what. And as soon as you're able to embrace that positive, the negative kind of fades away and it becomes a part of you that you shine from and you want to either use that experience, like I said, to heal within or to help others through their journey. Because again, PTSD and the trauma hits us all different, but we're all trying to find a better way to cope and we're all trying to find a better way to level up. So one of the other things that I encourage folks to do, and it's a part of my program as well, is what are your personal definitions of being smart? Mm. What are your personal definitions of being strong? Everybody has a different definition of that. And what I do when you know people are able to write down their personal definition, I ask very clearly, are you walking in your own definition? If you're not walking in your own definition, there you are identifying a gap. And that gap is probably causing you to be short-tempered or triggered or these things that you want to overcome. And I hate to say outgrow, but that's yeah. a part of it. What's the process of growth? You got to, I like to say you grow through what you go through in the sense of you got to keep moving here. And But the temptation and the draw is to go back 
to that malaise, I call it, the malaise of mediocrity, which draws you back into that bad place. And so what you're giving here, people, is some tools to use. And that's wonderful. I appreciate you sharing that because the whole thing about domestic violence, it's an epidemic, isn't it? It is really a problem. And, you know. and since COVID-19, it oh. has caused a pandemic within a pandemic. And you do not want to get me started on corporations and how they are not helping their employees because when they are mandated to work from home, but home is their toxic environment, how are they helping? What are they doing? Yeah. They have EAP programs for alcoholics, porn addicts, gamblers. But what do they have for real-time victims? Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. And you're offering something here for people, and that's a helpful thing. I want to get into exactly what it is in a second. But first, tell us about – I'd like to hear a, a testimonial. What I mean by that is somebody you've worked with or helped – no names, of course, but just scenario about a situation where you've seen someone you've worked with They've come in and they're in a bad place, maybe similar where you were at one time, and what you've been able to serve them through your Be Your Incredible Self program has been helpful. Tell us a story. Oh, wow. Okay. There was a woman. She was a mom. She is a mom. She's a mother of an adult child who was going through... Basically, every the system, right? The, the judicial system, which is not the fairest. And what I did was guide her to resources. And I helped her understand the difference between what you can control, what you cannot control, not just for her daughter's situation, but her as the mother, right? Because as the mom, she's trying so hard to help her daughter, but her daughter's doing her own thing. And me understanding as a mom how passionate you can be to serve, protect, give, provide love for your child. At the end of the day, they're going to make their decisions and do their thing. So for that mother, she was literally taking complete responsibility for what her daughter was going through. And it wasn't because she had exposed her daughter to that in her younger years. It's just something that she figured out as she got older. So I actually coached the mom in being able to have the clarity around it not being her fault, her not taking on the weight of that victim. I don't want to say mindset, but that 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 heavy weight of feeling like the victim, taking that from her daughter and carrying that herself. And that's one thing I want to talk about real quick too, is that you're a victim when things are occurring that are not that are occurring directly to you that you don't have control over and you have you're just taking the blame and trying to figure out what you could do different or how things you know could have been different if you were doing something different versus you realize you were victimized when you accept that you had no control over what happened that you had no control over what somebody else did or what their decisions were. It's a transition from being a victim to being victimized. And I truly helped her to see that even though she wasn't the victim, she was carrying all of that. And yeah. so I coached her through all of that. Again, seeing the clarity, understanding the influence that she has on her daughter, understanding the influence that her daughter has on her in order for her to have the courage to really Again, look at herself yeah. in the mirror and have that positive conversation with her to build that trust back within. Yeah. Because whether you're a mom, whether you're the recipient, no matter who you are, when you're going through that turmoil of mental and emotional warfare, right? That's what I call sure, it. It's the absolutely. battlefield. It's really 
understanding and taking responsibility that for trusting yourself. It has nothing you, to do with how can I trust outward. Yeah, you sound like you really helped this woman to gain some clarity about her particular circumstances that can help her then process it through. And I know that's a big part of what you are about, A, and that is helping people gain clarity. A lot of what your program is about is helping people to define and become their, as you say, their incredible self. So tell us, just take for a moment to tell us how people, there's people out there right now in our listening audience who are going through some really tough trauma, and maybe you're just the person to be helpful to them. How can they be in contact with you or learn what you're about to gain clarity in their own circumstance. And thank you for asking. I want to tell you that me helping that mother, I know that it trickled down to her daughter. So it wasn't just helping that one person. When you are your incredible self, you're giving the best version of yourself to the ones that you love also. And so you can find me at beyourincrediblesself.com, all spelled correctly. I am on Facebook and IG. I am fairly new to the social media world because as a survivor of a double attempted homicide, raising my kids by myself, I chose to stay off social media for privacy and protection. And that and now with their blessings, I am coming out and sharing my story and in, and encouraging others because the statistics are one out of three women, one out of seven men. Yeah. I'm talking to so many people that have swept it under the rug, are choosing not to confront it. Yeah, brutal thing. Yeah, I've dealt with it many times in my own ministry. I've had forty over forty years as a pastor, dealt with it many times in circumstances, and it's a tough thing. And so you're offering an incredibly important service here, a, and I thank you for doing that. And we'll put connections, to everything she has mentioned here, in our show notes at drbradmiller.com. And just to share with you, a Garcia, her program is called Be Your Incredible Self. And she also has the not-for-profit Confronting Domestic Violence. A lot of good stuff here and a lot of helpful things. And I admire you for what you've done. I say I'm sorry for what you've gone through in your life, but I admire for what you have become. A person is an advocate and a strong advocate for not only your own circumstance, your own children, your own life but also for others as well. It's such a need. So we thank you for being our guest today. Our guest today, A. Garcia from Be Your Incredible Self here on the Beyond Adversity program. Thank you for being our guest. What a wonderful conversation we had with A. Garcia on Beyond Adversity today. I just want to thank her for what she's doing for this community. As she mentioned, by the community, I mean the people, the many, many people who have experienced domestic violence it's a, really a significant number of people. You probably, if it's not you who are listening to my voice here today, you know somebody who's experienced this and needs this help. And I just would commend her website to you, BeYourIncredibleSelf.com. She has lots of resources there for you. And you can even uh, get uh, set up a call with her, a free 30-minute call to help you to navigate some things and see what resources that she has uh, available to you. It's a it's an epidemic and it needs to be uh, spoken to and we've spoken to it many times here on Beyond Adversity. Just a few takeaways from our conversation here today. She talks about uh, uh, overcoming uh, domestic violence and processing it through post-traumatic growth and that's really her her process 
which she calls Be Your Incredible Self. And in that, you're going to learn how to be heard. You're going to combine vulnerability in a safe place. That's such an important aspect there. And you're going to look about how to seek out and find advocates, people you can connect up with, how to tune into your emotional intelligence, and to make this transition from survival to growth. That's what it's really all about. Survival to growth. Here on Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller, that's what we're all about. The process to help you move from your, from your, uh, from your drama, from your adversity, uh, whatever it is. We like to call it the five D's of adversity, depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death, and how you can get through it. We, she, uh, uh, a uh, Garcia has her process. Be your incredible self. You heard her story about her survival in episode 254. And here in episode 255, you heard how she uh, has her process there. I have my own process. I call it the ACTS plan, the ACTS plan. They help you to process adversity. The A is to take action. The C is to connect with a higher power, your spiritual life. The T is to think with discipline, your process itself, the habits, the process is necessary. And the C or the S, is to serve others with love. If you want to find out more about that, you can always go to my website, drbradmiller.com slash 40dayaway to find out more about our coaching and, and uh, courses there and also and get onto our mailing list. And you can find over 250 episodes of this podcast designed to serve you right there in our library of episodes at drbradmiller.com. We are here to serve. I come to you with over 42 years of experience as a pastoral minister in local church settings and other settings as well, and a doctoral degree in transformational leadership. I'm equipped to serve you, but moreover, I bring in great people to help serve you as well. One of the things we're going to do is we're going to follow up these two interviews with A. Garcia with my teaching about uh, about uh, toxic relationships. And I'm going to talk, it's called the uh, the antidote to toxic relationships. That'll be in episode 256 of Beyond Adversity. Hope that you'll join me for that. Look forward to serving you best way we can. Again, thank you for the privilege for allowing me to come into your ears today. Whatever you're doing, as I'm speaking to you from the Loft Studios, just, out of, just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana, where I'm here, I've just devoted my life to serve you to serve you, the people who have adversity in your life and need a way to get through it. And we're here to help. We love you and we care for you. And we hope that you'll join us next time on the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Until we do meet again next time, friends, this is Dr. Brad Miller encouraging you to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.